Welcome, friends, to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Mastering the art of discomfort. This episode hits really close to home because I have been experiencing very deep, significant discomfort in lots of levels recently. And within all the discomfort in the world and going on with COVID and, you know, just all the things, all the divisiveness, all the disrespect of the environment, all of it. I am, I see discomfort everywhere. That pain of being disconnected from our source, from our joy, and in different ways. And so I was, um, I was in a, in a uh, treatment for my my pain, this pain that's happening in my back. And um, the person who was helping me looked at me and said, Diane, you're an anomaly. You're not like everyone else. And the only response I could say in that moment was, well, of course, I'm an anomaly. I'm gifted. And we do the world differently than everyone else. And of course, this person didn't know what to say. And then I was like, there has to be a solution. And so for months, I've been going, looking and searching and seeking and um, things just always seemed to be elusive and the pain moved around and people kept thinking, oh, everything's fine. And when I mentioned I'm in pain, some of the people closest to me have disappeared. You know, almost like they don't know what to do when somebody who is inspired and uplifting actually has a hard day or maybe they're having discomfort too and my discomfort ignited it in them or maybe they've never had this level of discomfort and they don't know what to say I don't know the answer I don't know what it's all about I think it's all different but what I do know is there is an art to mastering being uncomfortable that I think when you're gifted or when you're intensely sensitive or when you're spiritually gifted and you're on a journey on a personal evolutionary journey, that discomfort is part of the trip. You know, it looks like all the time, especially, you know, out in the world and on social media, that a spiritual life is woo woo and happy and everything's great and flowy. And, oh, don't you want to live it? Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not true. That there are beautiful and wonderful times and I wouldn't trade my spiritual journey for anything. And I wouldn't trade my spiritual giftedness for anything. And it's not always easy. It's not always flowy and perfect. In fact, uh, my very first spiritual mentor said that the spiritual life is not for wimps. And you know... I didn't realize how serious that was until many years later. And it's true. It's true that 
It takes a lot of guts and faith and trust and courage to pull back the veils and dive deep into dealing and living with discomfort in rectifying and healing the discomfort and taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, because it's all connected. And so what I know is some of this this discomfort, pain I'm going through has a spiritual root in it, things to heal from many, many years ago um, that are, some people call them traumas, I would call them a dysregulation, or maybe it's both. And there's that spiritual healing to do. And then there's the emotional work to do around the grief and the energy and the pain and all of that that goes with it. And then there's, of course, the physical healing to do and um, and the mental healing about the belief, you know, the belief of if um, I physically can't walk on my own, does that make me less of a person? Well, of course not. Of course not. But yet there are some people who have treated me like I'm less than a person, which then helps me grow in my empathy and understanding of others. Even though I have a lot of empathy and understanding, it gets deeper and richer with each one of our experiences. So I think there's an art to dealing with our discomfort, no matter what kind it is or how it got there or whether it's long lasting and chronic or whether it's short lasting, but to pay attention to the flow and the art of it. So what I wanna share with you are some of the things that I have been doing and that I advise my clients to do often to master living in discomfort and maintaining our own inner integrity and our own focus on our vision, to not allow the discomfort to derail us. It might slow us down, but not to derail us. And the first thing um, that the discomfort has really helped me with, which is kind of interesting, is like a much deeper like inner honesty like how much does it really hurt and how does it really affect me really right it's easy to go along and say well you know it's bothering me a little or it's this or it's that but like what's the real impact and what's the real value that i'm getting out of it and what is good capital g good like spiritually good about the experience there's all kinds of answers to that and, you know, each day is different. Some days I like stamp my princess foot and go, no, there's nothing good. But the truth is there always is something. There's always a way to get a little bit more deep with that inner honesty. You know, like what is the old pain that's trying to heal spiritually, right? How am I handling any kind of grief or frustration, really? What do I believe about this experience, like, really? And you can ask yourself those questions with, the discomfort you're going through. Because we all have some level of discomfort at some point in our lives. It's not like I'm the only one in the world that's ever had discomfort, because it's not true. Everyone has had some kind of discomfort. So the other thing that I thought about is that allowing ourselves to have the grieving process, like allow ourselves to be angry some days, allow ourselves to be um, joyful some days, allow ourselves to be depressed some days, allow all the range of feelings and all the 
grief. Grief means a conflicting mass of human emotion followed by any significant change of behavior. Well, the truth is, there is a conflicting mass of emotion and there is a significant change in my behavior. Going from walking with my dog 10 to 15,000 steps a day to unable to walk without a walker and being in extreme pain. That is a significant change of behavior. So of course there's a conflicting mass of emotion. I'm grateful that there's a technology that I can have a walker and I'm grateful there's people helping me and I'm grateful that I'm still alive and I'm grateful that I can at least move about on some level. And I can also be frustrated and angry and hurt all of those feelings too. We all have them when there's a significant change in our behavior, because that's what grief is, all that conflicting thing. So one of the ways to master the art of being uncomfortable or being in a place of discomfort is to give ourselves permission to experience it, experience the feeling, experience the emotion, experience what we're saying to ourselves, and not try to hide it or minimize it, like tell the truth, the inner truth. You know, it doesn't mean we walk around whining and complaining either. It means that we're honest with ourselves more and more each day to the best of our ability. Then we want to pay attention to the joyful moments because even within the discomfort and even within all this excruciating pain, there have been lots of joyful moments. There have been opportunities that I've had with friends. There have been celebrations of different kinds. There have been times where a helping professional actually listened to what I had to say and offered a viable solution that began to work and move toward the right direction. There have been opportunities to try new things as far as different kinds of ways to help my body feel better. And there's been joy in all of those things even and with whatever the discomfort is. So you could be going through some kind of discomfort and uh, have joy too. Remember grief, conflicting mass of human emotion, following any significant change of behavior. It's hard for me to sit in one position. It's really kind of weird, so sorry about that. Um, Then we um, have to learn how to receive That has been a hard one, kind of, right? Receiving care and love and support and receiving it from ourselves, too. You know, like when I get really frustrated, reminding me that I love me and that, that yes, it's a difficult time, but it's not going to last forever. And when you have a difficult time or a time of discomfort, you can still love yourself in the middle of it. Because just because it's a hard time doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or that you're bad or you did anything wrong. It means that it's a tricky time. So I'm learning even more and more different ways to do self-love, you know? Like at one point, I wanted to give myself a pedicure and I could not reach my feet because of the pain because it was hurting so much. So I didn't get to do that. So when I finally could do a pedicure, it felt even better than the ones before. So there's all kinds of ways to experience discomfort, master the art of living in it, and still find joy and still realize that being alive and being able to even experience the pain and the discomfort 
is a gift. Sounds goofy, maybe a little paradoxical, but I would rather be experiencing challenges than experiencing nothing. Like as in flatline, as in so numbed with drugs or alcohol or be dead. I don't want to be like that. I want to have an experience of life. And here's what I also know. And this is what I know about you and me. As we get through whatever the discomfort is, we will be able to use those lessons to serve other people. Whether it's better understanding, a heart with more compassion, um, knowledge base from all the research and diving down the holes, you know, because as gifted people, we will go down rabbit holes. And I can tell you, I have learned more about the different muscles affected and all the different minerals needed in all of these things than I ever thought I would know. I have learned more than I ever thought I would know. All in the own research. And somewhere, I am certain that I'm going to run into either a friend, a colleague, a client, somebody, and some of this rabbit hole research that I've gone through or the experiences I've gone through will be useful to someone else. And I always hold that in my mind. You know, how is this going to be able to serve another at some point in the future? It's never failed me yet with any other kind of discomfort I've had in my life. So, but we have to be able to receive the help. We have to be able to pay attention. We have to be willing to understand there's something bigger going on than the, than the immediate pain, even though sometimes that pain, whether it's emotional, physical, or spiritual, um, can feel like it's all consuming. There's always something more happening, always. Um, one of the other things it's done for me and that I've learned is even a deeper spiritual connection. And I, and I do a lot of spiritual work, as, as a lot of you already know, but it's even deeper now. And I think that, it's, that any kind of pain or separation is an invitation to go deeper into our soul, into our purpose, into our mission, into what we're doing sucking air, into our own reciprocity with life itself, with Mother Earth, with the world. Like, it's a give and take living here. It's not just all taking and it's not just all giving. It's yes, it's, it's all of it. And to get deeper and deeper connected to our own spiritual essence, to the world, it's magnificent, really. You know, during some of the treatment and work I've done on myself this time, I've done some really intense sound healing um, that have yielded amazing things. I've done some meditations that have been profound. I've spoken to intuitive, medical intuitives who have helped um, guide some of the decisions on different supplements needed. All of these things are spiritual, helping the human experience. So we have to be willing to go deeper within and then see how they work together. I think it's fascinating and I'm learning so much. There's so much more to share, I'm telling you. Then um, the other thing that's helping me master the heart of this, <laughs> this mess is um, being able to honor more deeply diversity in everybody. Like I love diversity neurodiversity and diversity of all kinds. I think if we were all automatons and all the same, it would be the most boring existence ever. I love the diversity of species. 
I love the diversity within each species. I love it all. And I get to honor it even more. My own diversity from others, my own appreciation, like when that person told me I was an anomaly. And another treatment a little later, she told me I was the same as everybody else. And I'm like, okay, so what is it? Am I anomaly or am I the same? What that's telling me is she's probably sleepwalking and just saying things and isn't really connected to what she's, the meaning of what she's saying, which is totally fine. I just kind of go, okay, whatever. Um, but it's important. It's important for us to realize that, that there's an opportunity to appreciate on a deeper level and to connect on a deeper level with all of the diversity all around us. Even like connecting with my dog, connecting with some of my friends, connecting with my creativity, like my knitting and my quilting, connecting in that soul level, it's so important. And then the last thing I wanna talk about is higher levels and new levels of compassion for myself and for others. When we are mastering the art of being uncomfortable and being in a place of discomfort, one of the things that's so important is to really focus on compassion. Um, it means that we're all in this human journey together, whatever that means, and, and we're spiritual beings hanging out in this human world, and sometimes it gets tricky. So how are you doing it? How are you having more compassion for yourself and for others? And the compassion is for like the grand adventure of being human. All the foibles, all the greatness, all the discomfort, all the joy, all of it. And appreciating and having compassion for that very same thing in others. You know, it's like, I've seen a quote from Robin Williams that it said, you know, people don't fake depression, they fake being fine. They fake being okay, right? And that's what we pay attention to. So if somebody says they're in discomfort, believe them. Don't think, well, I can't see it. Because if they say it, believe them. Take it for what it is. And then see how you can offer compassion in that situation. If you're in discomfort, how can you offer compassion toward yourself? Like me, I had to take myself off the hook from having to produce everything at the same rate that I had before. And things are still getting done, maybe a little slower, but it's still happening because I can change the tempo. I can be in discomfort and I can master that flow just like I can master the flow when I'm totally running on all cylinders. So it gives me permission to be flexible and see what I'm really made of, how strong I really am, what's really going on on a soul level of my own value. So when you're going through a hard time, understand that it's helping you see your strength. It's helping you see who you are. It's helping you grow beyond what you realize you can do. And then as you go deeper into your spiritual world, you begin to emerge kind of like a phoenix out of the fire. And I've always said this, there can't be a phoenix without a fire. So what if your discomfort is that fire that you're going to rise out of? What if it's your opportunity coming through, having to burn off the, the, the stuff that's not needed so that something more amazing can show up? That's the sense I have about what I'm going through, and it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And the stuff you're going through, it's not easy. 
It's not easy. And it's not usually just one thing. There's usually like more than one thing, right? So understand that for yourself. It's totally cool, right? So when you're experiencing discomfort, understand that when you focus on the greater, it gives you the opportunity to have hope. That's why one of my books is called Hope Realized to help people realize, myself included, that we can realize an experience of hope as we emerge through and out of states of discomfort. So hope, hope is what keeps us going. Hope is part of the journey. It's part of the goal. It's part of the experience. And it's that light in the darkness. Because no matter how dark it is, there's always light somewhere. And light's the only thing that can totally eradicate darkness. So that hope is so vital. And if you're still alive sucking air, there's hope in there somewhere. So I have a few little ways to think of hope. The H stands for honor. Honor yourself. Honor life itself. Honor others. Honor the experience. Every day say, I love you to yourself. Use your name, like, I love you, Diane. I love you, Diane. The other day I got really angry and frustrated because I was in so much pain. And in the right after I got all mad, I started saying, I love you, Diane. I love you, Diane. And I was thinking about little Diane and big Diane and all the different parts of Diane. So I love you and use your name. Say it to yourself. Honor who you are. Honor yourself. O stands for being open-minded, of course, right? Be open-minded that the answers may not be what you think, and they might be multiple levels. Like That's what I'm learning, that the solution that I'm finding here for this discomfort that's helping me really master it is multifaceted. It's not just one single little thing. It's not that easy. It's not always that easy, but yet we live in a society that's that pill a day mentality. If I take that one pill or do that one thing, it should fix everything. Not the case with everything. There's more to it. We have to be willing to slow down and examine spiritually where are we, examine mentally, examine emotionally, spiritually, socially, where are we really? That's that honesty I was talking about. Then the P is for perception. Pay attention to how we perceive things. What is it that we're seeing? What are we aware of? Are we aware that there's a spiritual lesson in every physical thing? Are we aware that we are mastering a discomfort rather than surviving it and just trying to get through it? Are we aware that there is a greater purpose and mission and lesson in everything? Are we aware that Honoring ourselves and being open-minded pays off in a greater good. What's your perception? And then the E is to embrace yourself and embrace life itself. It's so important to love yourself, love your life, embrace what's important to you. Embrace life. If we're not embracing life, then what are we doing? We're not really mastering anything. We're kind of just surviving and we don't want to do that. That's not not fun. It's not rewarding and it's not the goal. So gifted, 
intensely sensitive people who are spiritually gifted like I am, sometimes these emotions are intense and heavy and conflicting. Sometimes they're smooth. Sometimes it almost feels like this absence of all of this static. But in all of it, as we master, it's an art, it's a creation of being able to be our highest self, be connected, be part of this world while experiencing the discomfort, whatever it is, whether it's fear over COVID, whether it's an upset over the loss of something, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain or mental pain. What about the pain of betrayal and self-betrayal, right? That's what addiction is. It's a form of self-betrayal. So all of these things require us to rise above it and master the art of the discomfort so that we can go through it and emerge on the other side with hope. Hope realized. One of the things I do is I have my, my Tibetan singing bowl. And I just listen, following the sound in and out. It's part of my healing is to allow myself to kind of turn off my mind and just be in the vibration. And other things I do are like infrared heating pads and inversion tables and different stretches, sitting on different things to try to keep my body feeling okay and relaxing and resting. There's all of these things that come together to help us get through whatever the discomfort and master it. And once you become a master at dealing with and living through and transmuting discomfort into an energy that serves you and launches you more forward like that phoenix. Once you do that, once, you have the ability to do it over and over because life will keep giving us interesting experiences to master discomfort. So I hope that something I've shared with you in this episode has served you. I hope that this challenging time in my life converted into this episode um, has served you because there is always a solution. There is always a way, even when it looks like there isn't. And maybe I'm an eternal optimist or maybe it's my spiritual connection. But what I know is as I continue to master this discomfort and emerge through it, like that phoenix coming out of the fire, I will have even more value and more to give the world from my deepest core of my being, that my beneficial presence will actually be even more powerful for me and everyone else. And that's the hope that I hold on to day in and day out when some days feel like it's never going to end. It's never going to end. But as we master things, it shifts that experience. So until the next episode, if someone gets me, understand that you, you are an amazing being. So keep your face to the sun. So those shadows fall behind you. Hold on to the honor and hope and know that as you step each step each day, more honest, more open, more connected, that you emerge victorious, just like that phoenix. 
Until the next episode, Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.